0: Hello my fully shining women. We have a very hot and sexy topic today. And I know sometimes our lives can feel a little boring or dull and we wonder how we can bring more aliveness, more confidence, more joy to our relationships and our work and our families, our finances. And sometimes we're really working on building a dream or going to a goal, and we can't really figure out how we find the rocket fuel to get there. And so today I am interviewing Courtney Fei-Long. She is the creator of Mariposa Sacred Sectionality. She's an author, an intuitive angel, and fairy communicator, and she helps women And then light up your sexual fire to create confidence and happiness, health and success, love, money, and abundance. How juicy is that? And the conversation, it is orgasmic. So I am really excited to share her with you. She has been, she's become a friend of mine and you will just love the sparkle and aliveness that you'll hear through her voice. And she has just so much clarity around that connection between sexual energy and how that relates to all the other parts of our life. And she gives us some really clear tips and tools to do that. So we're going to explore all things sacred sexuality. And we're also going to flip to the other side and talk about what happens when we have body shame or sexual shame and how that might be blocking our full potential. So I won't wait another sec second. I give you Courtney Baylock. Here we go. Courtney, I'm so excited to have you here today. You have such sparkly, bright, butterfly magic energy, and we are (laughs) going to harness some of that in our conversation. And we are exploring a topic that I feel I've heard so much, so many more conversations around lately in spiritual circles around that connection between sexual energy and pleasure being tied to our success and happiness and health and money flow, and I I just love that you're willing to speak about this, and you do so so beautifully and boldly, and yeah, we're just going to let it rip, so welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> oh, thank you so much,
1: Megan. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited.
0: Me too. Okay, so I would love for you to start by just giving us a little picture, a little window, into your journey with sexual energy, especially around your business journey and your life purpose journey, because that's such an interesting connection to tie what's going on in your business world and what's going on and how you're sharing yourself in your life with sexual energy. So walk me through that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the,
1: the first time that I started making a connection between sexual energy and success, life purpose, like how it all ties in was for me when I was in my mid-20s, I was in a traditional career as a social worker and I felt drained, exhausted, and I just – I wasn't lit up. I knew that wasn't the right career for me, but I didn't know what else I was really meant to do. Um, But at the same time, I was feeling really drained and even starting to deal with health issues because Mm -hmm. I was so drained from this job that was not in alignment with me at the same time i actually fell in love with a woman and and i was sort of surprised sort of not surprised because yeah. when i was a teenager i felt that i had um some same sex attractions and and uh, but i didn't quite know what to do with it so tucked it away so here yeah. i was 26 years old i was like oh my gosh i'm falling in love with this woman and and at the same time my soul was calling me to honor that and to be my authentic self. And so I just went through a really deep soul journey, like a deep dive of just realizing I need to be who I really am. So that meant coming out as bisexual and entering a relationship with her but you know coming out to my family and friends was a mm-hmm. big deal. It also meant leaving my traditional social work job and discovering what I was really meant to do. So I started off with discovering or or taking a class about life coaching to become a life coach. Mm -hmm. And then I became a certified hypnotherapist. And then I became an energy healer and learned how to utilize my intuition and do spiritual coaching. So it was a big process, of course. But in that moment, it was more of a decision of I must be who I really am. And then I saw there's some kind of connection here between – at least my sexual orientation and my expression of my sexuality, and then also my, uh, like almost like my confidence to show up in my mm. career and to really be aligned with my career. So, so that was that. Then fast forward into my mid thirties. Then at that point, I had my own business as a, a life coach and hypnotherapist and teacher and author, and I was helping people. Um, but at that point, I was just working way too many hours. And I was prioritizing productivity, which I think is very common in our society, just doing that kind of more pushing, more masculine-driven model of just work, work, work. And I wasn't making time for pleasure. And I I really wanted a romantic relationship, but I didn't even make time for that. I was single at the time and just working. And so I ended up having a big health crash. My my health has been Mm -hmm. very tied in with all of this. And what brought me out of that house crash was sacred sexuality. Mm -hmm. And so it was really interesting because along the lines, like while I was developing my business, and this was a little before my house crash, so just rewinding just a few years, I was exploring sacred sexuality. I was going to workshops. I was reading books. I was having conversations with friends. I started doing things like burlesque dance classes. Mm -hmm having fun boudoir photo shoots to just get comfortable in my body. And at the same time, I was even healing from an eating disorder and just like really learning to feel more comfortable in my body. Yeah. And so, so then fast-forwarding, once I had this health crash, I realized I need to take this sacred sexuality more seriously. It's not just something that feels good. It's not just something that's great to do. It actually is so vital to my health, to, for all of us, to our health, happiness, our success, our money flow. And so I started prioritizing pleasure and also really working with my sacred sexual energy in my body and lighting my sexual fire. And and I basically went through what I now call my four-step glow system of just like activating the sexual energy in my sacred genitals, bringing it up into my belly, bringing it up into my heart and melting away like walls around my heart from past hurts or you know past self-doubts and insecurities and all kinds of things so that the the love could flow through my heart and just bringing that sexual fire through my whole system through my whole body all the way to my crown chakra and up and out and all around so that I would I was turned on and lit up and through that it was amazing the transformation I had I started Feeling better health wise. And I I went through another experience of alignment in my business where I was like, wait a minute, I'm not even teaching the topics I want to teach, you know? And and I didn't even know that up until that point. But I was really more so teaching things that others wanted me to teach, not really what I wanted to teach. So I started teaching sacred sexuality. (laughs) And then I felt even better uh, Uh because I was in alignment with my soul. Um, And then even with money, I've had to definitely have noticed a difference in my money flow when i actually am really letting myself be turned on and letting that sexual fire flow freely in my body yeah so just huge transformation and i realize this goes so far beyond what we've been taught or kind of you know gathered through what we've not been taught about sex you uh-huh. know it's like it's like this whole idea of sexual energy is about sex and making love to a partner and that's it but but I realized no wait a minute our sexual energy is so much more and it's it's meant to flow in our bodies and in our lives.
0: Okay, so I can hear all the questions from listeners like <laughs> tell me more about that like the difference between what you're talking about sexual energy and actually having sex with a partner, yeah. masturbating. Like that just fascinates me that you're you're referring to how this energy literally flew, flow, flew, flow, flowed out into your health, your career, yeah. your money, your success, like all these different aspects of you, and you really did it from engaging with it. So exp- explain that a little more. Break that down. Yeah, yeah.
1: So our sexual energy is our life force. It really, the way I say it is, it is our soul essence flowing through our physical body. And our sexual energy, it's like it's our aliveness, our feeling of vitality. It's even related to our feeling of joy and creativity. If you think about it, uh, there's been many teachings that sex is for creating a child. And, you know, we all know that, you know, a child comes from having sex. And and so that's certainly one amazing, miraculous thing that can be created from sex is a child. Mm -hmm. But when we actually consciously utilize our sexual energy, and I'll, I'll break this down a little more, when we consciously utilize our sexual energy, we can create all kinds of things. We can create health. We can create new opportunities. We can manifest or create money. We can manifest or create a new home. The first thing I ever consciously manifested with my sexual energy was a new home. I was living in an apartment and I wanted to be in a house and um, I had a wonderful, actually we utilized sex to help with this, Uh uh, but I had a wonderful lover at the time and he was like, let's, let's do some sexual magic and let's call in your house. So we said a prayer before we made love and we held the intention Mm. of my new home while we made love. And he encouraged me to like visualize it and feel it while we were making love. And, um, and then when we had, uh, an orgasm, we each dedicated our orgasm to the creation of my home, which is amazing. It was so special. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that sex could be so meaningful. Right. <laughs> and so productive too. <laughs> um, anyway, but within a very short time, I found this home in a very magical way. And I lived there for eight years, just sold it last year. And it was just really Like the perfect home for me, the perfect little fairy home. Um, So anyhow, it was really a magical experience. And so so sexual energy is this energy that is innate within us. We're born with it. Sex or like making love to someone, that is something we can do with our sexual energy. Mm Mm-hmm. And another way to kind of differentiate it is that, you know, that feeling when we do get sexually turned on, we're like yep. aroused or kind of starting to get excited. That feeling is a feeling we're meant to have regularly. Not not that we have to be walking around like super horny all the time, <laughs> but <laughs> for lack of better words, because right. our society doesn't have the best words to describe these things. Yeah. But, um, but But in general... Like if we're excited about a project we're working on, we're meant to feel turned on and, mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe even a little sexually aroused and we're meant to feel like just that feeling of being alive. So for me, a lot of times when I've turned on, my heart lights up and I get little tingles in my shoulders and I just feel like, like this feeling of hope and excitement
0: and joy. So that's all related to our sexual energy. Okay. I'm like, my mind has like 20 questions. So one at a time, please. So I'm really curious about how you generate that sexual energy if you're not doing it through sex with a partner or through sex, Mm -hmm. sex play with yourself. Like how, how are you generating that energy and i love how you're saying you can dedicate it then to a project a dream a goal you have like mm-hmm. what are you doing to do that if it's not like literally engaging with your genitals right yeah absolutely well to get it actually started and flowing it is
1: easiest to start with engaging with the genitals mm-hmm. and and i'll explain that in a moment but but we don't have to do it that way it's like just last night I guided some of my clients through a meditation. And Mm -hmm. so I'll kind of just describe it. And if anyone would like to do this on your own, like try it. It's amazing. So you just close your eyes and you imagine the fire in your sacred genitals. Just like imagine this fire. It could be like a little flicker or it could be a big burning fire, but we all have a fire. It's like our sexual fire. And so – when we give it permission to be there and when we honor how sacred and amazing it is, then we can give it permission to expand because fire naturally wants to expand. Mm-hmm. It's, right, it's that fiery, transformational, amazing energy. And so we can tap into that fire within our, our root chakra or our sacred genitals, and then we can give it permission to move up into our lower belly, our sacral chakra, and just I just recommend just hanging out there. Like how amazing does it feel to just feel fire in your lower two chakras? Yeah, fire in your belly. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. if you want to keep going further, you can imagine it flowing up into your the rest of your chakras, all mm-hmm. the way up to your crown. Um, and, and it's you it's also wonderful to do this while you're self-pleasuring too. Mm-hmm. And that is, is wonderful. Or while you're making love to a partner, because um, the thing that we're most of us are familiar with is the feeling of sexual energy when we're sexually aroused. So it's nice to play with it that way. And then once you get it down, then you can just be sitting
0: watching TV and be like, ah, I'm tired.
1: I want to turn on my sexual fire right now
0: and give, give myself some energy. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like you have this hidden resource that you can activate at any time once you start playing with it. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So I also want to look back because I'm like fascinated by this idea that you can like dedicate your sex with a partner or what you're saying, sexual um, activity with yourself to mm-hmm. the project mm-hmm. or the goal or for, for you use the example of the house, because I know mm-hmm. there's been times when Jamie and I make love and I feel like we'll merge energetically in a way that we're I feel like we're just calling in energy into our life or into our dream to fuel our dream, but I've never heard doing it so specifically for something like a house or a project or career goal. So yeah, tell me a little more about that. Cause I'm sure so many people would be fascinated. Like, when do you, when do you choose to just say, Hey, I'm in the moment. We're just having like fun, sexy time. And I'm not, I'm not thinking about something else or I'm not intending something else. And, when yeah. is it that you really say, oh, yeah, this is the time or this feels right to, to do this with my partner?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's such a great question, Megan, because sometimes we just want to make love to our partner and not be thinking about anything, right? Just mm-hmm. kind of see how it unfolds and just let it be what it wants to be in that moment. And then sometimes we can go in with a, a purpose or an intention. And so the way that this often plays out for myself is just if I have something I'm creating or like a new class I'm creating and I realize I really want to call in the the right people for this class or I really um, – like especially if I'm feeling stuck around something, um, like I really want to call in more money, but I'm feeling there's something inside of me that's resisting that. Mm-hmm. So just, like, It's just something just in my daily life I start thinking, oh, I think I need to move through something here. Right. or create something. So then I'll just talk to my partner and he, um, he knows all about this and he's great at practicing it himself. So we'll just have a conversation and just say, Hey, would you be up for doing some beautiful sexual ceremony around this particular intention?
0: Right.
1: Yeah. And so, and sometimes we just keep it really simple where we just do a simple intention setting before we make love and just move into the lovemaking and just kind of see where it takes us and, and something that really helps me is while I'm actually moving through the love making or self pleasure is when I'm holding this intention in mind is just being open like just imagining that it's happening right now and, and you know I, I was just just thinking about this yesterday <clears throat> my colleague Lori Handlers who is amazing she's a sex and happiness coach and tantra teacher and she says that the secret, you know, the movie in the book, The Secret, about the law of attraction, she says, well, they left out the secret. The secret <laughs> is actually our sexual energy. Uh-huh. And, and so, you know, like in when we talk about the law of attraction, we often think about visualize what you want and pretend it's happening now. So take that same concept to your lovemaking or your self-pleasure. Imagine that what you want is happening right there. Like taste it, touch it, feel it. Then you're adding this high frequency sexual pleasure to it. And our sexual energy, like when we really get it flowing, that is the highest vibration that we can experience in physical form. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. So it's kind of like you're taking your dream or your intending and you're skyrocketing it to the stars. And in being with it, imagining it, and that is a really important part. So, so what I like to do is keep my mind open to any intuitive guidance too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll, I'll get an idea or I'll think, oh, wait, I need to take this action step. And this, So it's, it's kind of like our, our sexual playtime can be a play space for our intuition to receive guidance because we're in such a heightened state of pleasure yeah. and joy and love.
0: And so do you feel like it's important to have the consent of your partner to do that? Or if you're working on something yourself or you don't feel comfortable sharing with your partner, how how does that work?
1: That's a really good question. So that is absolutely the third safe and healthy option here. So the first option is, you know, just do this on your own. Second option, do it with a partner very intentionally. Talk about it. Both be on the same page. Third option is you don't have to say anything. You can Mm -hmm. just do this all within yourself. With your partner – I mean, your partner's making love to you, holding space for you. Yep. But you can absolutely do it all within yourself too. And and that's something my partner and I have noticed over time is sometimes we we weren't prepared. You know, suddenly we're making love and suddenly he wants to manifest something and he doesn't even tell me. And that's fine with me. Sometimes he'll tell me after. But, right. You know, we're just in the moment. Sometimes right. We don't, we're not prepared. It's not
0: pre-planned yeah. or
1: premeditated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this yeah, is – it- Oh, go ahead. I just want to say this is like our sexual energy is so much more than we have been taught. And it's we're meant to play with it kind of like like a fire that we come to the fire and we warm ourselves by the fire. And maybe we cook with the fire or uh-huh. we create something new with the fire. It's like just just play and explore and let your, your lovemaking and your self-pleasure, let it be very uh, healing and
0: intentional and Fun. I'm. I'm just feeling this correlation right now. You and I have a mutual friend and colleague, Diamira D'Agostino, and I've really been learning a lot from her about anchoring your intention and anchoring projects or trips or programs, whatever you want to be creating in spirit world, and having the imagery and the uh, energetic connection that something in the spirit world is is creating that relationship and sourcing. And so I really love the parallel of your anchoring your, your creations and your dreams and your goals with the sexual energy and that you can also use that in a way, because I feel like this, this, there is that connection because you keep calling it sacred sexuality. So I'd love for you to touch on that, that it does feel like there's, there's a tie between spirit and, I know for myself, I often move out of my mind when I'm making love, and mm-hmm. I'm more in this like open, energetic space, more in a oneness space. And so, yeah, I just love to hear any any thoughts that come from from that.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. That brings up such a great point because it's like it, it is such a felt experience, right? And I like how you you said that about feeling the oneness and and being at one with all that is and it's like it really is such a sacred experience to to feel the the pleasure in our bodies and the power in our bodies and and i just love this phrase that an orgasm is the closest that we can get to to god or to mm. source or mm. spirit universe creator whatever words resonate with you and And so this is an energy that's meant to be very sacred and very healing. And I feel very strongly that because most of us that are alive today, we've grown up in a sex-negative culture that taught us that somehow sex uh, – they didn't even talk about sexual energy, but sexual energy would be roped into this, like that sex was dirty or bad or wrong or that somehow we should feel shameful – about our bodies and our bodies' functions, and, and again, uh, prioritize productivity over pleasure and hard mm-hmm. work and struggle and suffering, but not pleasure. Um, and so, with all of this programming that we've all received in many ways, then a lot of people have an inner of like an inner struggle of being able to let themselves go and let themselves go up into those higher realms and higher vibrations of the sacredness of the sexual energy. So when we just first of all realize that sexual energy is sacred and it's something that we're meant to enjoy thoroughly, then that in itself can be so freeing to claim back our own Mm our own power and our own right to our, our body. It's called body autonomy or body sovereignty where we get to make decisions for our body and we get to decide we're going to experience pleasure. And then in a way, I don't know, I feel like I'm all over here. I'm seeing so many different threads here. But in a way, <laughs> like pleasure is productive because through the pleasure, we're in a higher vibration. So it's like, like I said, it's like the closest we can get to God, source, spirit, universe, the closest we really can be to fully embodying our higher self is when we're having that sexual pleasure. It doesn't necessarily have to be an orgasm. Just when we're in the sexual pleasure, we are totally spiritually aligned. Mm -hmm. Right. And like I said, the sexual energy is our soul essence flowing through our physical body. And so we're just, You know, body, mind, spirit alignment when we're in the sexual pleasure. So then any guidance that we receive, intuitive guidance, ideas, insights, it's like that is pure gold. You know, million dollar ideas come in in that amazing space and we can trust them and take action on them. So really, when we tune into our intuition through our sexual pleasure, it saves us so much time and money and energy because we're just getting these like, you know, million dollar ideas and gold and insights
0: yes yeah exactly yeah Yeah. so so Courtney I'm I'm wondering for for listeners who are going oh my god this just feels so far from where I'm at it feels right like there is that negative experiences with sex or sexual shame and wounding that's happened how Mm -hmm. how I, I would love for you just to speak to that because there's this possibility that you've just opened up for so many of us. And there's the mm-hmm. like excitement of like, Oh, that sounds really intriguing. And how do I do that? And then at the same yeah. time, there might be the like, Whoa, this is too much or intense. Or my, my experience is not me personally. I'm speaking for, for sure. I, I can hear a little chatting in my ear of like not orgasming or, or just feeling like icky about sex or, you know, there's tension in the relationship. So just yeah. walk through how how do how do you navigate these two contrasts of so much power and possibility and then also the the shame and the lower vibrations yeah that is such a great question right because it's like we we
1: can't possibly how do I say it we can't just pretend that the shame and the Lower vibrations are not there because they've been so ingrained in us. So I feel like there's two things here that are really good starting places. One is connecting with our own bodies. So no matter if you're in a relationship or if you're single, self-pleasure and and just dedicating time to your own body's pleasure, especially sexual pleasure. But let's just say that, that you dedicate 10 minutes a day to being with your body. And it could be longer, but 10 minutes is a good starting place. It'd be great to do it first thing in the morning before you go, you know, get out of bed or maybe right before you go to sleep. But basically take 10 minutes to just put, you know, be present in your body, touch your body, caress, massage your body. If you're up for it, you can hold your hand over your sacred genitals and just hold. You could put one hand over your sacred genitals and one hand over your heart. Just be there. Mm -hmm. Um, it's really great to start getting a connection going between those two those two energy centers and and so that's a great starting place if you are up for it, then stimulate your sacred genitals and enjoy some sexual pleasure and the idea is that since, So many of us have not been taught about the sacredness of sex or sexual energy. So many of us have not been taught even just basics about sex, you know, basic things like sexual health, how our anatomy works and and so on. Then just developing a connection within ourselves and our own bodies first is so important regardless of our relationship status. So that is something to start with and just be gentle with yourself. Some days you might feel like, No, I I don't want to touch myself at all, but I'll just lay here for 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. you know? So just kind of see how your body feels each day. But a 10-minute pleasure practice is really, really good. And then the other starting point is gentleness. Just be gentle and just notice what comes up. Let's say you're going to go to self-pleasure and suddenly you feel like this sense of disgust or shame or just feel shut down, Um, then just be with it. Kind of notice that sensation. Love it. Maybe if you can, give yourself a hug or imagine surrounding that that feeling that's coming up. Surround it with a hug, with some love. And just, just let it be and just breathe through it. And then let it move. Like let the energy keep moving. And keep going if you're comfortable. you know, Try again. Keep going with your sexual pleasure or stop for the day. Whatever feels good. But just the idea is we've got to work through these blocks and, um, and to do it with lots of love and lots of gentleness. And that's why just clearing sexual shame is, is so important because we, I've noticed this. You know, for years I've worked with clients and I've helped people discover their life purpose and connect with angels and fairies and open their intuition. And they received all these beautiful insights and especially around life purpose. I saw so many people, they would know what their purpose was and what their gifts are. But then I would see them hesitate to share their gifts or, you know, to put themselves out there Mm -hmm. and hesitate to fully shine basically. And I I just couldn't figure it out other than I thought, well, I know we all have subconscious blocks. You know, I'm a hypnotherapist. That's something I'm really aware of is self-doubt, fear, all these things at the subconscious level. But I thought it feels to me even bigger. So then when I started working with the sexual energy, I was like, This is the missing piece Hmm. because when we're turned on and our sexual fire is flowing and, and burning brightly, we are aligned with our authentic self and it instantly turns on our confidence and it helps us to have the confidence to share what we're here to share in the world and to shine brightly. But the other piece of this is when we clear the sexual shame, we free ourselves because it's like most people are walking around with some level of sexual shame. But mm-hmm. it's not something that we think about or talk about every day, right? Because we don't even talk about sex usually in our society. Mm-hmm. Um, so so let alone talk about or even know what sexual shame is. But shame is the lowest vibration we can experience in our human experiences when we feel bad about ourselves. And then when we feel bad about our sexuality or even our, our genitals, it's, it's just like, the ultimate feeling bad about ourselves. And Uh and for some people, that's because maybe they experienced sexual abuse and their shame wrapped up in that experience. And for some people, it's just maybe they got caught masturbating at a young age and were scolded for it. Or maybe their religion told them they couldn't enjoy sexual pleasure other than only for marriage or for procreation. I mean, there's so many reasons, Uh but the idea is just to acknowledge that most of us have some level of sexual shame, and when we embrace the shame and when we move through the shame, we we kind of like transform the shame through pleasure and through joy. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to do – that's what I find fascinating too. We don't have to do like deep, heavy work to clear all this shame. We can do it through pleasure and through joy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What, what a – Not that it's a shortcut, like bypassing something, but what a great kind of shortcut in terms of doing it in a way that's actually pleasurable. Yeah. 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 So talk a little bit about, you know, I think some people may be more familiar with the idea of like body shame. Mm -hmm. So uh, talk a little bit about that connection between like sexual shame, body shame, Maybe, you know, I've, there's times we have a local hot springs that's clothing optional. And I know I've Mm -hmm. gone there with women and different women have had different comfort levels of walking around naked or clothed and, you know, just whether you feel more comfortable when it's around strangers or you feel more comfortable when it's around people, you know, I'm just really curious about that connection of, of our whole entire body and then. Yeah. Because we are sexual beings and our bodies are used for sex, the connection there.
1: Right. Yeah. Because our sexual energy ideally does flow through our whole body, through every Mm -hmm. cell of our body, ideally, although many people have it kind of contained just in the the genital area. But you bring up such a great point because these two are so intertwined, body shame and sexual shame. And there's been a lot of research that's been done that has shown that women's libido is very significantly affected by body image issues. So when a woman does not feel good about her body, she does not have as high of a desire for sex. Hmm. And and also another key factor with that is stress. When a woman is stressed, her desire, her libido, her sex drive goes way down. Stress mm-hmm. and body image are two very, very key factors there. And so if you think about it, we've been taught that our bodies are imperfect and that somehow – I always say like our society has this cookie-cutter standard of beauty mm-hmm. that, uh, that it's kind of the old Barbie doll model of, you know, really thin waist and big breasts and mm-hmm. nice big hips but thin thighs and <laughs> – Right certain way. And when you look around the world, it's like people, regardless of gender, every single person is different. Mm -hmm. Bodies come in all shapes and sizes. There's body diversity and there's even a whole movement called health at every size, which says, you know, it's a myth that Larger-bodied people are super unhealthy. You know, it, not all of them are. So anyway, I could go on and on about that, but I won't. But basically, there's all this social conditioning that have has taught us to not feel good about our bodies, and that there's products and surgeries and all these things that we can do to perfect our bodies. So with all of that said, then we've got this sexual shame that where we might not feel necessarily super good about sharing our body with another person or even being naked by ourselves because then we mm-hmm. go into judgment of our body. And if we're really going to open up to sacred sexuality, we cannot be in any kind of shame or judgment because just like you said, you said it so beautifully. It's like when you're really in that heightened state of pleasure, when you're making love, your, your mind activity you know, completely slows down or even goes away because you're just in this heightened state of being and oneness. And so those thoughts of, oh my gosh, my thighs are too fat. My breasts are too small. My skin is saggy. All those thoughts completely, completely inhibit our ability to surrender and to go into the higher vibrations that sacred sexuality um, can provide us.
0: So they're completely intertwined. Yeah, that makes sense. So do you have a suggestion if if you are feeling cuz i'll notice that sometimes of like oh my mind still engaged from the day or thinking about things it what? takes me a while to like settle into my body be really present with Jamie, like do you have suggestions about what to do if you're noticing like those voices that are either negative or maybe they're not even negative. They're just thinking about the laundry that's across the room. Right. Like like, how, how how do you really work with your mind and make peace with your mind so you can get to these deeper states you're talking about? Yeah.
1: So I call this the three steps to prepare for pleasure. And one step is preparing your mind. Another step is preparing your body. And the other step is preparing your spirit. So preparing your mind is just take a little time before you make love or even before you self-pleasure. Take a little time to empty your mind. So if you're like, oh, I've got 10 things to do and I've got five things I haven't put on the grocery list yet, write it all down. Like whatever way you can kind of empty your mind, write a list, um, do a mini meditation where you just imagine taking all the busy thoughts out of your mind and putting them into a worry basket Mm -hmm. or into a, I like to use a small fire, just Mm -hmm. kind of let the fire transform the energy of the stress. So just something simple like that. So you can be present. That is so important. And then to prepare your body, that would be doing some kind of grounding exercise, like a ideally a physical exercise, so it could be just I'm kind of just touching my
0: arms, like right, touch. If your you arm. can't see her, really yeah, right, Courtney's yeah. He's <laughs> like squeezing her arms gently and like rubbing her arms down. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Yes, and like you can rub your legs. Um, you could do a few jumping jacks. Honestly, you know, anything <laughs> that works for you. Just march in place. Do something to be present in your physical body. Mm-hmm. That's really, It'd really a helpful. stretch or
0: yoga or yeah.
1: Yes. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And, and some people, you know, like if we're going to have a really special date with our lover, we might – maybe we'll shower beforehand and brush our teeth and make sure we smell nice, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So you can do that for your own self-pleasure too. Just whatever you f- would – what would help your body feel prepared basically. And then step number three, prepare your spirit. That is when you call on your higher self and any kind of um, – prayer or intention that you'd like to set. Um, like I like to call on the divine, you know, God, source, spirit, universe. And sometimes I'll call on my angels and fairies to be with me. And then set an intention for whatever you you really want this experience to be. So it's just bringing mindfulness to our sexual experiences. So this these three steps will help to calm down that mind activity, right, where mm-hmm. you hopefully won't have too many of those distracting thoughts. But if the distracting thoughts come up, then just simply bring your presence back to your body. It's, mm-hmm. it's just that simple. You're like, oh, my thighs are too fat or, oh, the kids or the groceries. Just mm-hmm. ooh, bring your attention back to your heart, ideally, and to your body. Sensation. Yep, to sensation. Yep,
0: exactly. Yeah. yeah. And what about someone who's listening is like, "Oh my god, I barely have time for sex let alone <laughs> to to do like I'm going to get prepared mentally, physically, yes. spiritually." What 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 I don't, I'm I'm kind of curious like what is that saying about your life if you're really in that place of like I hardly have room to breathe or take care of myself let alone do this deeper sacred sex work. Right.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you brought that up, Megan, because to me, prioritizing pleasure in this way, like by making time in our calendars for self-pleasure or lovemaking, it is so, so, so essential for our well-being. And this is something, it's a whole paradigm shift because so many people think, well, I'll I'll have sex if there's time for it. Or especially for parents, it's kind of, you know, a challenge sometimes just to find privacy time, right? When the kids aren't around. So whatever you have to do is, is find a way to make, time for lovemaking and self-pleasure. And if you're single, then self-pleasure. Make time. And even scheduling it on the calendar Mm -hmm. is really a, a great way to go because it's so important because I can't emphasize enough how much our sexual energy impacts our health, our happiness, our intuitive flow, our success, our money flow. And so when you just start doing it more often and making time for the sexual pleasure more often, you'll start noticing it's impacting your life. Like you show up at work with a smile on your face or you, um, you have more creative ideas, you have more mm-hmm. energy. It's it's
0: great. Like if you ever have So a, in a weird way, it's a time saver, right? If you're always, not right, like if you're all amped up sexually, then when you're doing some of the other things you need to take care of in your life, you might actually have more of the energy or more of the motivation or you'd get that intuitive download. That's exactly it.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And if, if you get tired in the afternoon, like a lot of people do and they reach for that maybe afternoon coffee or caffeine, it's like why not just take a little self-pleasure break and Get your sexual energy going that way. Or like I said at the beginning, like you, you pointed out, Megan, like, well, what if we don't even have to touch our genitals? We can get that sexual mm-hmm. fire going. You can do the mini meditation where you connect with your sexual mm-hmm. fire. Just feel it in your genitals and just notice it or let it kind of expand up through your your core. Um, and or think a sexy thought. Have a fantasy. Mm-hmm. That can be really invigorating
0: oh too. Yeah, <laughs> and very private, right? very private no one has to know all these wonderful yeah. thoughts you're having <laughs> so I'd love to start wrapping up with you just sharing your butterfly metaphor because I think so many so many women feel like their life is a little dull or it's a little limited or they're they they have not really reached their dreams or there's something dissatisfying in their life so talk mm-hmm. us through what that metaphor is for you and how how it could just be a nice wrap up to our conversation today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if you think about a
0: caterpillar, a caterpillar's life is very
1: limited to a very small little area. It it eats. Like a caterpillar's job is to eat, basically eat and grow. So it stays on maybe one plant or a certain area of land. And the caterpillar might look up at a butterfly in the sky. And the caterpillar doesn't consciously know, oh, I'm going to be a butterfly one day, right? It's just, there's a butterfly. It might even feel separate or just, you know, uh, differentiated. So basically, if you think about a butterfly, then a butterfly's life is expansive. The butterfly has wings and it flies around and it's colorful and it's bold and beautiful and free. And we are meant to be the butterfly. And the thing that helps us to create this transformation within us is our sexual fire. Our sexual fire is what activates our DNA in new ways. Um, Just like a caterpillar, when it goes into the chrysalis, it actually turns into goo and its DNA restructures itself. Certain genes get turned on And it's, you know, it's not like a a little caterpillar that grows wings. It actually turns into total goo and restructures its whole body into a butterfly with wings. Mm -hmm. It's just really fascinating. And so when we activate our sacred sexual energy, light our sexual fire, it's like we become who we're really meant to be. And we get turned on, lit up. We shine fully. Mm -hmm. We share our gifts in the world. We show up with more confidence. We're more magnetic and attractive and we call in, like we more confidently call in our dreams and create the life that we want. And so we're really meant to be living like a butterfly. And I think it's just important to keep in mind that, like I said, caterpillars don't necessarily realize they're supposed to be a butterfly. And most of us are walking around like caterpillars not realizing we can be the butterfly and the sexual energy is the key to that transformation.
0: That's such a beautiful analogy and I'm just I'm just sitting here admiring just like your confidence and your clarity around sexual energy and just your freedom about speaking of it and how lit up you are and I think that is so inspiring and empowering. So all, all of us fully shining women, more sexy time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'd, I'd love to hear what's going on in your business and your life that you're really lit up and passionate about that you want other women to know about and even any resources you have if someone's going wow I'm intrigued by this or I'm scared by this like what's my what's my next step Yeah absolutely I have a
1: free gift an ebook called light your sexual fire and that is really fun it's really juicy there's a 10 question quiz in it so you can tune in and see how turned on is your sexual fire and then it also goes through An overview of my four-step glow system. So you just kind of get an idea of the steps and there's some great action steps in it too. So it's pretty in-depth. It's like, I think, 20 pages. So that, I definitely recommend downloading that. Um, And then also I'm thinking of some new things I have. I have some new blog articles on my website, CourtneyFayLong.com. And yeah, I'm just sharing lots of insights about these connections of our sexual energy and our success And I also have online classes and online school, all kinds of good stuff.
0: Beautiful. So we'll put that in the show notes for anyone who's interested. So I would love for us to come back and do an intentional nudge and it's a little action we can do to integrate all these amazing, wonderful lit up suggestions into our life. And I'm just super excited for you and the work you're doing in the world. I think it's so needed. And I know I had lots of little popping ah ahas for myself today and to really weave together that connection between the sexual energy and health and business and money and relationships, really, really beautiful work you're doing. So thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you for your openness to share it and to Be a you know a voice for this, it just means the world to me, and just like you said, it's it's help so helpful for people, the world needs it. So, thank you, Megan. My pleasure.
0: Okay, we'll be back in a minute. So, we are back for our intentional nudge, and Courtney and I were just giggling because. It's live streaming. It's coming through how we can integrate this into our lives right now. And I'm super excited to have a practice for myself and also for the Fully Shining Women. And Courtney says this is especially curated and customized and crafted for for us. So I feel very, I feel very special. I'm hoping the listeners do too.
1: (laughs) I'm so excited. So what is coming to me for this amazing intentional practice is every morning when you, especially if you can, when you first wake up, is put your feet down on the earth, uh, about hip width apart, so stand in a standing position and put your arms out to the sky, like in a V shape. So mm-hmm. it's almost like your body goes into a star shape, right? You've got mm-hmm. your legs spread a little bit, your arms spread out like a V shape out, kind of out and up to the side or side, so you're, you're like in a receiving position, and tilt your head up to the sky, open up your heart, and then you'll say, I am a sexual being, I am a sexual being, and then you can say anything else that you're guided to say, it could be, I shine fully, I am a fully shining woman, um, I am beautiful. I am bright. I am amazing. I say yes to pleasure. I say yes to fully being myself. I say yes to my life force energy. I say yes to my radiant, sacred sexual energy. What, you know, just kind of let this flow. It can be these exact same words if you want to write these down, (laughs) or you can just start it off with I am a sexual being. And just breathe that in. Let your body feel the strength and the power of that. And then see if there's anything else that you want to claim for yourself.
0: Hmm. I have the biggest smile on my face because I don't know if you're familiar with the Fully Shining Woman logo, but that's literally the image is the woman has (laughs) her arms up into the sky. So that was so customized, her feet on the ground. And Mm -hmm. as you were speaking that, Courtney, I have a morning practice where I stand and I face the East and I call in support and clear and ground and seal. And I was like, wow, that actually feels a little tender and bold to stand in that kind of arms to the sky open position and to take up that amount of space and really declare and claim. And I know For myself, when I stand in front of my candle on my altar each day and light it and say an intent or a prayer, I'm like, whoa, like that would feel big and bold and juicy just to have my arms extended to the sky like that. So thank you so much for making that connection and calling in that beautiful imagery. And I would love to hear if if you if you are doing the intentional nudge. And what comes up for you? What are you calling in for yourself? What are you claiming? Feel free to join us over in our online community. It's on Mighty Networks and it's at fsw.care. And please go and check out Courtney and her work. She is one of those beings that just lights up the room and mm-hmm. obviously has so much wisdom and goodness to share. So let's pass around this this podcast so all the women in the world who need to hear it and who could benefit from bringing in more sexual energy into our lives it sounds like all of us can yes. that that we all receive and give so thank you ladies thank you Courtney Ah, oh, thank you Megan thank you everybody thank you Now, this is the part where I tell you how we can stay connected. I would love it if you would rate, review, and follow this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to your podcast. We're gathering over on Fully Shining Women Leading Our World on Mighty Networks, which is at fsw.care. You can follow me on Instagram at Megan Gilroy. And if you're interested in having a conversation about working with me privately or whether the Fully Shining Women Wisdom School is a good fit for you, you can go to MeganGilroy.com to book a clarity call. Now, all this is in the show notes for you. And this has been edited and produced by Gilroy Productions. To hire us for your podcast, you can go to bit.ly slash Gilroy Pro. Thanks, Bodie. I love you.